Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, today we're going to take a look at something that's close to our heart: aging and elder care. Now, according to a UN report, there were 703 million people aged 65 or over in the world in 2019, and that number is projected to double to 1.5 billion in 2050. And as the world population ages, one of the most urgent needs for families is caregiving. With demand outstripping the pool of qualified operators. Now, what that also means is that those in their 30s and 40s, also known as the sandwich generations, end up shouldering most of the burden. That being said, what that also presents is an opportunity for tech startups and investors in almost. Every market in the world. The big question really is how are businesses bridging that gap? So let's find out more from HomeH, a platform that pairs caregivers with families. The platform focuses on on-demand holistic home and community-based caregiving to seniors and adults for illnesses such as dementia and stroke. Azusa Hanai, Chief Product Officer at HomeH, joins us on the show. Azusa, welcome. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on as well. So Azusa, to get us started, tell us more about HomeH, your value proposition, business model, as well as how you position yourself in the senior care market. Yeah, sure. The company was founded in 2016, and we primarily describe ourselves as a tech-enabled care so a caregiving solution. So basically, we connect a curated care. Uh, healthcare professionals with seniors and families who require care. So our goal really is to help them be more mobile and functional through our uh, services, our personal care services, and social services that we provide. Uh, right now, we are in Singapore, Malaysia, and Australia, and we have a regional network of fifteen thousand uh, fully trained and curated caregivers, um, and we match them with the families of who do require care. Right, and uh, I do want to talk about the wider business environment HomeH lies in Azusa. According to data breach market research, the elder care market was eight hundred and thirty-two billion US dollars in twenty twenty-one. That number would go up to some one thousand two hundred billion US dollars by twenty twenty-nine. We are talking about a compound annual growth rate of around five point four percent during the forecast period. Do you agree with this assessment? Yeah, absolutely true that there's a growing demand across the APAC region,、um, and this is not only fueled by the aging population, but it's also、um, by the growth for those in chronic diseases, right? Let's say dementia, Parkinson's, cancer,、um, and then which then requires longer-term care. So, as family members, as you said earlier, remain in the workforce, there is a need、uh, for providers such as us to provide both medical and non-medical care support more at home. Hmm. And Azusa,、um, that's it. The market is widely seen as being fragmented. Why is this the case? How is HomeH bridging that gap? Yeah, I think you're right.、Um, and I see this because、uh, care is—it's a very highly、uh, personal space, right? And also high touch in nature. So each person has very different needs, whether it's a medical condition that needs to be treated, or a preference towards their care, or a financial condition. Every family is different. So this kind of market, in general, has been considered historically to be very hard to scale. Now, on top, the industry has historically been quite underserved, I would say, with very low technology adoption. So let's take Singapore. There are about a hundred plus service providers in the city state alone. So now, speaking of homage,、um, we. 
describe ourselves as a platform that combines high tech with this high touch nature of the care service. So basically how it works is that our technology um, allows us to shortlist and we match the care recipients with those most um, the suitable caregiver on our platform. So we then um, use our technology, our algorithm, and we evaluate about 30 factors, including language, skills, availability of our care professionals. And this ability to match is really crucial because that allows us to really cater um, to the very highly personal nature of the care. Homage being a platform, it would then be crucial for you guys to attract the right uh, service providers on your platform. Uh, are you seeing any challenges in attracting enough uh, operators on your platform to be able to provide those services? Yes, um, I do see that in general. The sector um, has um, had problems in some attracting the right talent. And it, it's been doing to several factors, right? And macroeconomically, uh, we have seen a lot of shortages um, in acute a care, uh, acute shortage of caregivers, uh, in particular during the pandemic, when um, you know nurses and you know there was a huge demand and there was a burnout in turn. Um, so um, yeah, we, we're tackling this in a few uh, ways, right? So first, um, we are instead of having a fixed full time workforce for nurses, doctors uh, at home, we're doing a few things. So first, we are uh, creating a new category of professional carers. So we train them in house, we certify them. Um, and secondly, we uh, try to empower them to choose when to work and what type of services they would like to take. So we basically give them more control over their schedules and their jobs, and this leads to less burnout. And we also want to set them up for success, so we use our technology to assign them to the right cases um, that they're qualified to and um, able to perform. So with these things, um, and we do a lot of things uh, besides that as well, but uh, we have been able to train up to the 15,000 care professionals that we have in our platform um, and then provide services every day. And uh, well, Azusa, what is the number one trend influencing the elder care market right now? And how does it really influence the way you take the company forward, whether it is your product offerings or even your industry positioning strategy? Yeah, I'll probably go back to the um, high shortage of the caregivers um, in the industry in general. I'll probably add in that there historically has been a lack of recognition and probably dignity towards this profession, right? So on top of what we uh, I described earlier, we also um, do several things. So we have um, a program called the Homies Academy, where we have structured training programs, we provide certifications, we provide care, uh, career pathways, right? So they can really continuously be on our platform and upskill. Um, we also provide things like income protection, uh, personal accidents coverage, and, and then, yeah, um, also we use technology to uh, remove some of the admin work that historically been quite a burden uh, for these caregivers. So I would say that the shortage, the, um, the trend of shortage, it's, it's here to stay, right? It's a, it's a global, it's, it's a huge problem. But we are still on our mission to really spread the word about the new category of caregivers that we're creating. And um, we want to continue to expand as such group of professionals that uh, can deliver care. Right, and just a very quick uh, follow-up question. You mentioned those 15,000 care service providers. Are they part-time nurses already or are they perhaps uh, not tied to any hospitals at this moment in time and hence able to offer that kind of a flexible schedule? Yeah, um, it really depends. Uh, we have a pretty diverse background of caregivers, I would say. Uh, some, as you said, they already have a, a job um, as, a, as a nurse or at a hospital, and they use the remaining hours, let's say, during a weekend or their open time to provide work at homage. Um, others could be that 
uh, you know, they, they used to be in the healthcare se uh, sector, but they are either retired or, you know, they, they took a break with childcare and they returned uh, part-time with us. So, so really do give the option for them, regardless of the background, um, so that they can really uh, work at home uh, when they want and whenever they want. Right, if you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Azusa Hanai, Chief Product Officer at HomeH. Well, um, Azusa, I want to sidetrack a little bit to zoom in on the topic of partnerships. You guys currently partner with uh, Tan Tok Seng Hospital, the Agency of Integrated Care, AIC and DBS. Uh, just to name a few, what is the strategic value brought about through such partnerships? And uh, what are some partners you're looking to work with this year? Yeah, the partnership has brought a lot of strategic value uh, to us for sure, um, because we can basically broaden the care we provide um, to those different uh, touch points that we now have. So let's take an example, right, um, a hospital partnership. Um, so one of our strategic focus has been to partner with them on what is called a hospital to home care. So once a patient gets discharged from the hospital, we ensure that the patient continues to receive that care at home uh, through providers like HomeMitch. So again, our mission um, is, is really to provide seamless care uh, no matter where they are. So no breakage in between, whether at hospitals, whether at home, right? And these kind of partnerships really allows us to move towards this direction. Um, I would say there's another point, uh, which is to expand the accessibility of care from a financial standpoint. So in Singapore, we partner with a range of government approved providers, including, you know, let's say home care providers, care facilities, um, hospitals. And this is really important for us because now we can reach a broader set of um, income groups. Um, and yeah, you mentioned DBS. So we also partner with uh, private corporates um, and we support, for example, their care program delivery um, as part of their employee benefits. So, so it's really we're really glad that we're able to expand our partnership with these different sets of providers. Um, and this allows us to, again, achieve the accessibility of care, but also to the earlier point about the industry trends to support the, some of the manpower shortage challenges that they have. Right. And uh, Susan, I'm just uh, trying to deep dive into one of the pointers you mentioned, which is working with partners could actually help from a financial standpoint in lowering the cost of the service provided. So what is the cost reduction are we looking at? How much does it cost for someone to engage service from HomeH? Yeah, right now on our rate, uh, we do start from $20 per hour. But again, having said that, um, based on we have different funding schemes that we support uh, for our know, care recipients in Singapore. So we consult them on an individual basis um, based on uh, whatever financial condition or funding scheme that could be available. Right, and speaking of partners and stakeholders as well. Uh, you guys raised more than 45 million US dollars over six funding rounds from investors, including Shears Healthcare Group, Golden Gate Ventures, and also Tomasic. Any future funding plans? Is an IPO on the cards? Yeah, sure. Uh, we do see visibility of you know public listing um, in the future, and we're also constantly looking for funding opportunities. So, um, but I would say that looking at our wider market environment, um, at the moment we do want to be more prudent um, in our expansions and really focus in the uh, three core markets that we're operating today. Homage, you guys also made the Forbes 100 to watch list in 2022. Question is, what should we be watching out for this year? What can we expect from Homage this year? 
Yeah, uh, thanks for asking. Um, in the past few years, we've been able to establish a, a pretty strong position in the market, in the markets that we operate in. So this year uh, is really to um, continue with that path to deliver our impact and our scale, but very sustainably. So right now we are accelerating our product and uh, technology investments to uh, both improve our customer experience and caregiver experience and optimize our operational efficiency. And finally, before we let you go, Azusa, it's International Women's Day week and we do want to pose this question to you. How is it like for you to enter into the elder care industry and in what way have women provided alternative views as to how this business should be run in the first place? Yeah, well, I'm very glad you asked because um, I originally come from Japan, a country where representation of women in business leadership is very scarce. And uh, being a business professional and also mother, uh, this cause itself is very personal and important to me. So um, I must say that so far, it's been really a pleasure so far uh, working in this industry and also at Homage. So at Homage, um, starting with our CEO and founder, uh, Jillian T, um, actually 50% of our leadership team is women. Now, the question is, what does that mean for a business, right? So um, my view is that it really comes down to our customers. Um, so if you think about it in the industry, um, historically, women have predominantly been supporting the caregiving needs, you know, whether it's for their family member or as a profession. Um, and then at the same time, our care recipients come from all sorts of backgrounds, uh, not to mention the three markets we're operating in. So kind of putting this together, it's really crucial for us, uh, for Homage, to have a team with equally diverse backgrounds, whether it's female representation or whatnot, because that is what really enables us to really connect and relate to our customers and our caregivers and ultimately really allow us to build the right customer experience. I am also proud that um, such dynamics also led us to challenge the status quo in some ways. Because if you look at our caregiver uh, pool in-house, uh, right mm. now about 30% of them are men. So this mm. is considered a much higher ratio compared to the industry standards. And we're very proud uh, to showcase that care can be provided by any gender. Right. Thank you very much, Azusa. That was Azusa Hanai, Chief Product Officer at HomeH. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.